Welcome to the Making Smart Decisions Podcast, strategies for your financial future. Complex topics made simple and actionable so when it comes to your money, you're making smart decisions. And now for the disclaimer. The following program is sponsored by JT Financial Group, which is solely responsible for its content. Securities offered through JW Cole Financial Incorporated, JWC member FINRA, SIPC. Advisory services offered through JW Cole Advisors Incorporated, JWCA. JT Financial Group and JWC, JWCA are unaffiliated entities. With decades of experience, here's your host, Josh Tirado. This is Josh Tirado, and welcome to the Making Smart Decisions podcast. Today, we're going to touch on the most common traditional types of investments. That should sound very boring, but it is not. We will cover it quickly, and you will be very informed moving forward. So when I say the four, the four types of traditional investments, one is, it is newer than the others, but we're talking stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs. Now, I do understand there's other things. There's cash, there's gold, there can be real estate, there's precious metals, there's currency, there's a lot of things out there. But when clients come to me and I look over their portfolios of what they have before they've come to me, or they're asking me questions on investing, or they're doing some investing on their own, what I see time and again are stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs. The reason being mutual funds are what is in everyone's 401k and 403b. People like to buy the mutual funds, it's easier. ETFs have become more popular year over year because they follow an, an index and they are usually a more cost-effective method of getting into investing than mutual funds. And then you have traditional stocks and bonds where instead of painting with such a broad brush covering an index, you can be very specific with individual stocks and bonds. So those four things are what I see day in and day out most often. Stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs. So let's start with the basis. Stock. At its core, you own a share of stock. You're owning a share or a piece of that company that you're investing in. That is how you had company ownership. You bought a share of stock. Usually you're buying multiple shares of stock. If the company does well, ideally the company grows. People think the company is more valuable. The perceived value of the company goes up. Your share of stock becomes worth more than what you paid for it. You bought it for $10 a share. The company does well and grows that share becomes more valuable, goes from $10 to $20. That is a growth stock. There's also value stock. That is where the company is giving a dividend. So the company really might, and this usually falls into line with larger, more established companies. Not always, but often. This company is doing very well. They're not trying to necessarily grow larger. They have a dominant share of the market. They're out there. But they're doing well, and they're continuing to try to grow their profits and they're passing that along in the form of a dividend. So every year, for, for every share of stock you own, you might get 1%, 2%, 3%. The, the highest I usually see is 4 or 5 but usually 3 3 to 4% is a good dividend. So if you own $100 worth of stock and it's paying a 3% dividend, you will receive a check for $3. You can take that money and run. You can reinvest it. And that 3% goes across whatever you own, whether you own $100 of that share of that stock, $1,000 of that stock, $100,000 of that stock, you're getting that 3% dividend. So you're making your money on your return by them giving money to you in the form of a dividend. That's really how they're sharing their profits. Or you have a stock that is going up because the company's value is going up and your value of your share is going up. So at its core, 
A stock is a piece of that company. Now, things have changed quite a bit in the economy, and it is not always based on, is this the best company making their product? Your stock is not necessarily directly tied to how that company is doing. Sometimes it's affected by the industry that company is in. It's affected by the market cycle. What's popular right now? Is that a popular industry? Is it a popular company? Are they making a popular product or not? Is it something in demand? They're at different times of the year, different things are, are more in demand. So a lot of those outside forces now come into, into play where it's not just the core of the company. It's, the, it's what that company represents and how it fits into the greater economy. A bond is what they consider to be a debt instrument. So basically the company needs to, or the government, or whoever's issuing the bond, they're raising money to accomplish something. Whether it's growth, whether it's some sort of initiative with, with governments, municipalities, it's usually they're building a bridge, they're building roads. With a company, they're trying to expand. They're running out a new product line. They're doing something. And instead of borrowing the money, they're raising the money. So they offer a bond. So you're giving the company money in exchange for shares of the bond. Now, again, depends on which type of bond, but sometimes the value and the prices of the bonds fluctuate too, depending on how popular and how in demand the bond from that company is. So the value of your of the share of the bond can go up or down. But the basic reason you're buying a bond is to get the interest off the bond. Similar to a dividend being paid to a stock, you have interest being paid to the bond yearly basis. So when you buy the bond, you say, okay, I'm going to buy this bond and this bond is paying me 5%. So again, you want hundred dollars. You're going to get a check for $5. Now bond interest is usually paid out quarterly, not annually like stock dividend is, but it's the same general concept. So stock piece of the company bond, you're essentially loaning money to the company in exchange for them promising to pay you interest. The values can change on both. A mutual fund is a collection of stocks or bonds or a mixture of both and sometimes cash and some other things. But generally speaking, mutual funds hold at least 30 to 50 individual stocks, usually more, usually a couple hundred individual stocks, usually at least a couple hundred individual different types of bonds. So collectively you are saying, okay, I don't have the money to buy all these different stocks or all these different bonds. But if I give my money to the mutual fund, my money is pooled with other investors. They have a big enough pot of money that they can go buy these different stocks, these different bonds, and then they're being professionally managed. Many mutual funds are managed where they're buying or selling the stocks or bonds towards a common goal of either a certain risk level or a certain return. There's some mutual funds where they're very passive, where they just buy and hold those stocks or bonds for a year. And then at some point they might re rebalance it. Basically, you're collectively adding your money together to get broader exposure to stocks and bonds or some sort of custom portfolio within the mutual fund. That is why they're so popular inside 401k plans. There tend to be additional fees on the mutual fund because you have someone managing it and the day-to-day -day costs of buying it as opposed to you just buying a stock or buying a bond and potentially paying a small commission to do that. The mutual fund has an extra layer of fees, but you are receiving benefit for those fees. Now, this product ETF, or Exchange Traded Fund, came out a number of years ago. It's becoming more and more popular every year. The Exchange Traded Fund trades in real time every day, like it's a stock. There can be management, but oftentimes there's little to no management, so it reduces or removes that level of fees that the mutual fund has. And the ETF 
again, invest in a pool of stock or a pool of, of bonds. But usually it will follow an index. D- Dow Jones Industrial Average, the S&P 500, the Russell 2000. There's a number of different indices out there, and it can be for stocks or bonds. And your ETF will simply follow that index. Again, you're pooling your money when you invest in it, and they buy all the different holdings in that index and follow that index. So it can be much cheaper than a mutual fund. And mutual funds only count their value once a day at the end of the day after the market closes. An ETF trades during the day very actively like a stock does. So generally speaking, when you go out there, if you're dealing with an advisor or your 401k or you're doing it on your own, stocks, bonds, mutual funds, ETFs. Each one has value. Each one has their appropriate place and their appropriate use. But those are by far the four, four most common items you're going to run into. Thanks for listening to Making Smart Decisions with Josh Dorado. For more information and show notes, visit our website at jtfinancialgroup.com. Email a question or schedule an appointment. Follow us on Facebook at facebook.com forward slash a guide for your journey. The preceding program is sponsored by JT Financial Group, which is solely responsible for its content. Securities offered through J.W. Cole, financial member, FINRA, SIPC. Investment advice offered through J.W. Cole Advisors, J.T. Financial Group, and J.W. Cole Financial. And J.W. Cole Advisors are unaffiliated entities. The opinions expressed by J.T. Financial Group should not be construed as specific investment, legal, or tax advice. All economic and performance information is historical and not indicative of future results. Investing may involve the risk of loss of principal. Any tax advice on the show is not intended to be used by a person for the purpose of avoiding U.S. federal or state tax penalties that may be imposed on such a person. And each listener should seek advice from their tax advisor or legal counsel on topics that arise from the show. JT Financial Group is not providing legal or tax advice. Nothing should be construed as solicitation or an offer to buy securities.